When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. I'm Leo Phillips, host of This Must Be The Gig. We're a weekly podcast that documents everything about the world of live music. Speaking with choreographers, costume and set designers, the people who run beloved venues and festivals, and, of course, speaking with musicians about that one gig that changed their lives. Get your peek behind the curtain at consequenceofsound.net, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. Always appreciate you joining in, uh, checking out the new interviews. We put them out, uh, a new interview every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thanks to everyone who leaves the comments and the comment boxes and the various places that you can hear this podcast. Uh, I always appreciate hearing from you guys, you know, whether it's a question about the interview or or what you liked about the interview or what you didn't like. Hey, Kyle, stop talking so much. Let them talk some. Seriously, whatever you want to say. Thanks so much. If you can leave a, a review sometimes, that's that's helpful as well. Of course, if you're not subscribed and this is your kind of thing, take that chance. You can find us in all the regular spots, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Stitcher, NPR, wherever you get your podcast. I'm Kyle Merritt. Today, I'm talking with King Cruel. Archie is back with a brand new record called Man Alive. It's got an exclamation point at the end of it, so I assume that must be interpreted in the way I have to say it. Man Alive, and we're going to get a little bit of the insights into into what this record is. From its beginnings, uh, well, at least the first moments we heard a lot of these songs, or a handful of these songs, uh, in the Hey World short film that came out last year, though in a much more stripped-back version. 
which allows him a little bit of a tribute to the guitar, as he'll tell you, to some of the deeper themes that we'll find within the record. Depression, loneliness, how he approaches the writing, and the difference when you're writing about it in real time versus when you're seeing it in the rear view. Archie recently became a parent last year, too, so of course we'll kind of figure out how that has affected this record and if it affects his art at all. Is that something we put too much weight behind, especially as interviewers? And we'll hear about some of the uh, the outside music that might have influenced this record from tracks from Solange, Nina Simone, and the Beatles. Interestingly, Archie's going to tell you that the Beatles are really only something that he's recently got into. And that's a different angle than uh, I think most of us are used to. I'll also ask about uh, when, as a, as a songwriter, he knows when a song is actually finished. And plenty more beyond that. So let's jump into it, talking about the record Man Alive. It's Kyle Meredith with King Cruel. Yeah. Man Alive, which is such an interesting new record. I mean, you always tend to do something very interesting. We got our first taste of these in, you know, the kind of stripped back acoustic live versions is with the Hey World short film. I was sort of wondering, you know, presenting them like that. Was there any other reason than to make the film? I mean, it kind of presents them in a, in a much less produced way. You know, I, I, I wrote most of those compositions with just me and the instrument. You know, the guitar has been something in my life since I was very young. It's given me, you know, all kinds of things. It's given me money. It's given me love. It's given me hatred. It's given me despair. It's given me pain. But it's traveled with me for a long time and just wanted to respect that relationship. It did remind me of those lo-fi short films of like the 80s and and maybe even the early 90s. Was there a specific direction that you guys were looking for? Any homage treatment, I guess? Uh, well, we, we kind of filmed the first, the first performance like uh, in February 2019 when it was snowing and that's in our back garden. And that was just a one-off thing. And then the people who sell the record kind of, um, you know, they, they saw it and they thought, oh, can you do like a couple more? And I was like, no. And then I was like, getting fresh from them to do more. So I was like, all right, I'll do some more. But then, you know, if I'm going to do some more, I'll make it a whole big thing and I'll write a narrative to it and uh, try and construct some kind of story throughout it. And, uh, yeah, it kind of worked like that. And uh, I was just surrounded by all the environments that are depicted in it. So I just wanted to make the most of that. Well, you know, with respect to your personal life, I would have to ask, naming it Hey World, if that had anything to do with becoming a parent at the time, too, which is, I have a son, and I feel like that was a phrase that I used a lot, you know, in those first few months. Yeah, yeah possibly. I don't know. You've mentioned in the press release that, you know, half or at least portions of this record does come before parenthood and some afterwards. Can you hear a difference in the songs at that point, if it was the writing process? And I guess I don't know that part of it. I guess, you know, if you... If for anyone's life, you know, there's constant evolution and change and cadences of what goes on around you. I think I'm constantly changing, so I don't know. I think it's just natural that that happens. I don't know if we put more weight on that, especially as interviewers, as we're just, you know, a lot of times, you know, people look for content and everything. But the the idea that parenthood can change um, the direction of an artist as much as we think it might and, and maybe that's something that you see more in the rear view as you get further along. But I, but I guess that is the question. Do you see that there is a big difference in the way you uh, approach art uh, since becoming a parent? Uh, not approaching art, I'd say that my art anyway is just a reflection of uh, my life. It's honest depiction of a lot of stuff that happens to me. So 
in that, I'd say that, yeah, well, it naturally has to kind of change, but, you know, I wouldn't be able to comprehend it and I wouldn't be able to be able to analyze it because I think, you know, I'm just living and I'm just walking and I'm just breathing the same way as I used to. I just kind of, you know, it was one of the biggest changes in my life for sure. But um, no, I don't, I don't pay too much attention to that. Well, I will bring up a, a few of the songs, you know, with, with the first single, Don't Let the Dragons Drag On. Would I be far off base saying it's a song that hits on depression? I wouldn't say far off, no. I said it's, yes, yeah, that's perfect. Once you're writing about it, you know, sort of seeing the idea of loneliness and seeing depression in the rear view, writing about it in that way instead of being directly in it, is there a difference in the songwriting angle when you get to look back on something like that? I like that term you said about the rear view. I don't know, perhaps. I don't know. I don't I don't put too much pressure on myself. I just write how I write. Well, does the, uh, as I've read, does the drag, uh, is that a reference to a species of alien? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can you explain that a little bit? Because that I have no history with that part of it whatsoever, but it sounds really interesting. <laughs> it's from a film. It's from a film, of the French film, called uh, Planet Arsavars, a fantastic planet in English, I think. And I don't know, it's just, it's just, it's just from that film. I was just kind of watching it at the same time, and it was just like, uh, you know, I just kind of took references from it. I would love to. I mean, I'm always happy when an artist turns me on to something that I wouldn't have known about otherwise, because I don't. I don't think I would have known about that otherwise. Does Nilifer Yanya, I mean, online, I think, uh, maybe on Genius or something, it says she co-wrote. Is she part of that song? Uh, yeah, uh, she's on the song. She sampled the, I kind of just used her voice as an instrument. It's a sample from, it's an acapella that she sent me of her singing the song Small Crimes. And uh, I really liked that song, so I reached out to her and asked her if I could have her vocals because I really like the tone and the texture of them. I'm a very uh, tonal and textural kind of person. I kind of sleep in that when I listen to music. And, yeah, I just wanted it. I made a couple of remixes of it, and then, you know, it just kind of became an instrument for me. And so, yeah, I just put it on some songs. She's an amazing artist. I mean, she's brand new to us over here, but uh, I love what she's done. So that was really exciting to kind of see that, uh, that the collaboration was there anyway. That's, yeah, I agree. That, that, that quality you're talking about, there's a Spotify playlist uh, that I think is from you. It's definitely on your page and everything that goes along with uh, presents other songs, I don't know, possibly as an influence or just as something else to listen to. And I was sort of wondering that. Is there a significance of the songs you use because – that dreamy quality can be found a lot in there with uh, especially like Solange or, you know, one of Nina Simone's deeper cuts. I think it's uh, uh, someone probably makes it from the stuff I play on radios. And when, you know, when uh, like people ask me to write like lists of songs that I'm listening to, I think it's a, it's a kind of amalgamation of that. But I've never, I've never seen it written down. I think they just come from kind of radio shows where I've played the stuff. So, no, it is music I listen to for sure. And I think that um, I, I do really like that kind of music. And I guess it does spill into my own. I mean, there's a few things on there, even beyond the Solange and Nina that I mentioned, like the Beatles, A Day in the Life is on that list. And I thought lyrically, like musically, I wouldn't have automatically, you know, put the two together with what you're doing on this record and that song. But I feel like lyrically, those two might be, you know, 
closely related uh, somehow. I listened to the Beatles probably like the first time properly in my life, like whilst I was making a record. And I'd always hated them because I grew up listening to punk music and I thought like if you like the Beatles, there was something wrong with you. But now I kind of matured and realized that I really liked them. And uh, yeah, that's just the composition that I respect to it. It's interesting. I, I, usually a Beatles, yeah, I mean, not for everybody, but the Beatles is um, a youth reference for a lot of people. You know, they get into the pop thing early. So it's talking to someone who comes at it later on. That's uh, uh, Yeah, I think everyone's open to have their own interpretation of stuff. Yeah. I'll kind of close out. There is a song on here called The Dream. It's a beautiful song. It's a short song. You know, I think it's only like a minute and a half or something like that. Do you find, you know, for like a painter... It's always a question knowing when the painting is finished. That's the hardest thing a lot of painters will tell you that, you know, when it comes to painting. Do you find that to be a challenge, especially on a song like this, you know, that might be shorter? Do you ever think, like, does it have a thing like, is this finished or not? Um, no, I think, you know, I I can then, you know, like you talked about on the Hey World video, I can then interpret the compositions in whatever way I want to. And live, I could stretch it out if I needed to. So I think, you know, I don't put too much pressure on myself. Sometimes the recording is just a kind of, uh, just uh, a moment in time. That was a transitional song anyway. I really wrote it for a transition. But, you know, it can manifest in whatever kind of way it has to do live. And actually, the title comes from a, from a sculpture. It's called The Dream. Is that something I can look up to see? Again, I'm, I'm using this as an opportunity to enlighten myself. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's methods out there where you could probably find it. Well, uh, again, it, it's all made for such this, uh, you know, interesting and, and beautiful little creation of a record here, you know, and I, I, I'm so happy that you're doing what you do, and I always appreciate the music. So, you know, thank you again for the new record for Man Alive. And, and Archie, thanks so much for uh, taking the time to talk today, too. This was, uh, this was really interesting. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you. Have a nice day, and uh, thank you for listening and interpreting the music. Anytime, man. Thanks again. Take care. Peace. My thanks. King Cruel, the new record is called Man Alive. And thanks to you uh, also for checking out the episode here. But before you leave, I hope if you're not already, you'll consider subscribing to this series. You can do it really just about anywhere on the Internet that uh, if you're listening to this somewhere, uh, there is a subscribe button in front of you. But that does include YouTube. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the big hubs around uh, podcast land. After that, head to WFPK.org, where you'll hear me Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern with an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. And again, that's WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound has your music and film news. You can also find me on just about any social media platform at Kyle Meredith. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time.
Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media.